Hi, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Two Drunk Fans. Gab, what are you drinking? I am drinking cider because I had way too much beer this weekend. What are you drinking? I like that rationalization. I, I had too much of one kind of alcohol, so I'm going to drink enough of, another <laughs> kind of alcohol. Yes. It's, it's not like cider has like fewer calories or a lower percentage, right? No, it, it's life is about balance. Yeah, sure. Um, and and I like my balance to be in the arrangement of like a bouquet of beverages. Uh-huh. They say. And uh, this weekend was a little beer heavy. They say that in flower arrangements, it should always be an odd number of flowers. Really? Yeah. Then why do you buy a dozen roses? I'm just saying, like on table arrangements, you know, with flowers uh, and balloons and stuff. It looks weird if you have four balloons, right? But with three. Because one's like on top and the other two are on the bottom or something. Yeah, just like my <clears throat> orgy last night. Anyway. Just like your wild, wild orgy. My orgy of studying. So <laughs> <laughs> I am drinking Johnny Walker Black because that's that's what I have. You've been drinking that one for a while. It's because I bought a handle of it. I accidentally bought a handle of the stuff. How does one accidentally buy a handle? Because I thought I was buying the normal size bottle at the liquor store. It was like in a box. It was a big box. I just thought it was over-packaging as we tend to do in America. I bring it to the register, and the price was about the same as it would be for a regular size bottle. I was like, oh, good, that's correct. And he's like, you want the handle? And I was like, yeah, why wouldn't I? So he rings it up, and then I take it home and pull it out of the box, and it's a fucking handle. He asked you if you wanted the handle. Yeah, but I I don't know. I don't know. I just wasn't thinking. All right. Um, So right at the top of the podcast, this is one thing Gab and I will not be talking about, so you can just, you know, forget about it. We will not be talking about Hope Solo, unless it has to do with her performance on the pitch. I've seen a lot of tasteless jokes recently, and you know what? Domestic violence is no joke. It's not funny just because a woman does it. Um, it's not funny in any situation, so off the table. Completely off the table. Pretty much. All exactly right. my feelings, so yeah. Um, in in the world of actual soccer, um, we're over halfway through the season in NWSL land uh, and competing with World Cup stuff right now. Hey, Boston Breakers, we didn't lose. We didn't lose. In fact, you guys, of, you guys saved a PK. In recent memory, we've like won, lost, and tied. So you know what? We could still totally not finish last. <laughs> Come on, don't you want? Don't you want Morgan, Morgan Bryan? Maybe, maybe. But we shouldn't. I don't think we should lean into it. I think Morgan Bryan should be something that we earn by sucking legitimately, not. <laughs> <laughs> Right. At, at, at some point during the season, you just gotta realize, like, okay, there's the tailpipe. You just gotta like, embrace just the suck. Gotta, we just gotta commit to it, guys. Yeah, embrace the suck. <laughs> you're not that far. You're not that far in the in the last place. Um, no. Um, you've course... got ten points. Sky Blue FC has twelve. Yeah. Uh, Sky Blue FC is is gonna stay with twelve because the Portland Thorns see them on Wednesday night. Aww. Yeah, we have a and are gonna kick their little behinds this time. Yeah, we this have a time. game in hand on Sky Blue, and we're only three points behind the dash. So, if the dash, you know, fuck up and we don't, we could <laughs> we could tie for seventh place. 
Well, and you guys are going on a road trip, and we have all know how well the breakers do on the road. Do we? Do we? <laughs> I'm trying to see the brighter side of things, You man. can't, like, thanks, but I am an actual breakers fan. You don't need to talk to me about bright sides, because we don't... <laughs> There's only the dark side. Once you start down the dark path, forever will it dominate your destiny. I mean, aside from Melissa Nair's PK save, and, you know, Jasmine Reeves kind of coming into form a little bit, there's not a ton I want to say about that game. I didn't actually get to see the game live. I was otherwise occupied. Yeah, what, what were you occupied with? Angelina Jolie. Seriously? Yeah. You went and saw a movie? I was with friends who couldn't reschedule to another time, and we haven't done anything in a really long time, and it was, like, the only time we were going to do it. That so, sucks. Yeah. Other games. Other games. Uh, let's see here. On Wednesday, The Flash beat the Red Stars, which was really interesting. Um, on Thursday, the Breakers lost to the Rain. That was... I thought it was like our one chance. Our one chance to beat them, and we tanked it. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. It's, it's one of these weird things where it's like, who is going to do it? Who is going to put together the Magic Potion... You know, they had the stronger bench, and as you've seen, our bench are our starters, and our starters couldn't get it done, so, I yeah. mean, yes, I think we could have used Leanne and Heyo, but I don't know if they would have actually made a difference, see yeah. the rest of the season. Um, then, uh, over the weekend, um, we had FC Casey and Chicago Red Stars. Uh, FC Casey was able to, to pull one out in the end. Um that was a really boring game to watch. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, the Red Stars were gritty, as usual, but, like, not exciting gritty. It was kind of a boring gritty. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I don't know. It was one of those games where I was like, oh, this is going to end in a draw. Um, and when uh, FC Casey got that goal, I was like, oh, well, there's a blip of hope on the radar. Mm -hmm. Um. Portland Thorns uh, beat want, the Spirit six to one. Do you want to talk about that, this, buddy? Because that was a hell of a. I mean, wow. That gave me a little happy on the inside. Mm -hmm. Talk about you know washing a bad taste out of your mouth. <laughs> Pretty much. That was. I'm torn because I know what it's like to lose five to nothing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I'm trying. I'm trying my hardest not to be the fan that's like, oh, yeah, we kicked ass. Like, blah, blah, blah. It was amazing. Like, the Spirit had a back line that had two regulars, um, albeit uh, in different positions than what they normally play, and two imports um, mm -hmm. that had practiced two times together. So it wasn't exactly like we were playing – the flash in the final but oh my god sink got a goal yeah off of from Asperger. Uh -huh. uh we showed hustle we weren't predictable alex morgan got a brace just mcdonald, Jess got, McDonald a brace. got a brace who scored the sixth uh, goal uh ali long ali oh yeah that's right essentially i think the last three goals were just a disheartened spirit squad who just took their eye off the prize. So that was Portland, Washington. Um, we already talked about Sky Blue and Boston Breakers. We didn't lose. We didn't lose. Alyssa Nayer, you're my hero. 
And then the rain pulled out that 2-1 win over the Flash. With Sid, La- with Sid LaRue's, like, looping fuck your dreams goal, right? Horrible. First she bounces it over the keeper and then bounces it on into the goal. I, I can't believe it. I I thought I thought the Flash had it. Look, I I actually didn't think the Flash had it. I I was I was pretty sure the Rain were gonna like get their shit together before the end of the match. And anyway, if a team's gonna beat the Rain, I really wish that it will not be the Flash. Flash or at this point, I, that's how desperate I am. Oh. I just want somebody to put a fucking speed bump in front of the Rain. Yeah. You know what? Maybe they'll make it all the way to finals and fall at the last minute. I don't know. I don't know. Well, maybe they just make it to the playoff, that one playoff game and pull an FC Casey. Oh, uh, maybe. So, so that now at this point, having seen teams play and seeing like bench strength and stuff, of all the teams, which one do you think now is most likely to take points off Seattle? Honest to God, Portland. Like, Portland's gonna get their shit together. I know I had a couple dramatic weeks there where I thought they weren't, but I think the firepower Portland's put together, maybe Chicago. Um, let's let Press get get her get her footings there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then we have FC Casey brought in uh, Hagen, and, you know, she's, she's a goal-scoring machine. So, you know, Hagen, A-Rod, Chaney, they might have a shot at it. They have one more meeting uh, in Kansas City. You know what? I think it would be poetic. Last season, the Seattle Reign finally won a game for the first time against the Boston Breakers at home. So I hope that the Boston Breakers go to Seattle Reign and ruin their scoring streak when the Breakers are away on July 6th. <laughs> that would that would just be some nice symmetry. Do you, do you know what's going to happen? Like, the Dash are going to do it. The, the Dash the dash are totally going to do it. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. The Dash are going to do it. The Dash are going to do it, and that those three points are going to keep Austin in ninth place. <laughs> and then we're going to get Morgan Bryan. Thanks, Dash. <laughs> well, the Dash have a good chance of it. They play Seattle twice in a... In a two-week span towards the end of the season. So that was the week. Now, um, Seattle Reign's still eight points clear at the top of the table. And they have Gross. Two, and they have two games in hand on FC Casey, who are <sighs> number two. So they'd have to drop a lot of points. I think that I want to live in a world where I hope that Seattle doesn't go undefeated all year. Even though, like, episode two of this NWSL season, I did predict that Seattle would be undefeated. Yeah, if Seattle goes undefeated, we're gonna I'm gonna try and dig up that clip and stick it into a show because it's gonna be like, you did this, this was your fault. You are a harbinger of doom. God damn it, I blame myself. A redhead head I... you are a ginger <sighs> harbinger of doom. I blame myself for all of this. Oh god. We should just keep you away from women's soccer forever. Keep me away from women forever. <laughs> Wait, what? I thought you were taking care of that on your own, buddy. Oh. Oh. Oh, look at you acting oh. like you know me. Oh, no. I just had a little alcohol in me. Y'all acting like you know me, like you you know what I'm up to. Well. Well, we had a couple of friendlies against France. The second friendly against France... Um, Bad. Actually, I was having puppies. 
I didn't actually watch this live because I said, fuck U.S. soccer, and I went to the Boston Breakers game, which we lost against the rain. Right. Yeah. So you're really, you make really good life decisions. Yeah, yeah, I do, actually. So um, so tell us more about the game, Gab. What what kind of kittens did you have? Were they tortoise shell, tabby? Puppies, pup, not puppies? kittens. What puppies. Kind of, were they purebreds? Were they... Um, they were mutts. Mutts. Uh, little chihuahua, little German shepherd. Did you eat them immediately afterwards? No. Okay. No. Okay. Um, I gave them to a shelter. <laughs> they're, uh, they're currently looking for their forever homes. Here, have, um, have these stress puppies. Thanks. <laughs> they're just a bundle of nerves um it was it was a really lackluster match for the first like 60 minutes and it was really weird because you're sitting there going okay we're playing in a game where cheney's on the pitch larue's on the pitch press is on the pitch hey like all these players so, so all these like normal uh, players who are normally like the spark plug weren't being the spark plug, and you know it was a lot of heavy legs and probably like Jill, just you know trying to get the most out of camp and 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 all this, you know, probably trying new new formation or or players just weren't connecting and it was just so frustrating because you're you're sitting there watching this and going like I know you're better than this and then they put Alex Morgan on and it just clicked and she was this like spark and suddenly they like somebody told them you haven't lost a home game in you know 10 years you haven't lost a game in 84 years like 84 games you guys can't let france do that to you tonight and it was spectacular like alex morgan scored goal ran to the american outlaws right away yeah i saw that everybody saw that celebration it's probably one of the best goal celebrations in recent u.s women's soccer history yeah it's ridiculous because it wasn't just turn around and hug everyone no i think you could that celebration shows you how much it meant to Alex Morgan to be back out there and to be scoring. And like, oh, man. Part of, fantastic. Part of what she attributed, like, her motivation, like, thank you to the fans for coming out and watching, and also, fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, America. Fuck yeah, Alex Morgan. Or should I say Alex Martin? Alex. <laughs> so, can you explain why everybody was calling her Alex Martin? So CNN ran a little news piece uh, where Alex came on and talked, and the little information bar under her said Alex Martin instead of Alex Morgan. The funny thing is they listed her Twitter handle, too, and her Twitter handle was typed in correctly, at AlexMorgan13, or whatever it is. But whoever wrote her name typed in Alex Martin. <laughs> uh, I mean, they tried. Did they? They didn't really. Try. I don't think they tried at all. It it was one of those like <sighs> funny. I don't know how many people actually saw it at the time. Things. Then what did Alex Morgan do? She does what Alex Morgan does. She changed her Twitter name to Alex Martin. She's a little troll. And it was, and it was fantastic. Not so baby troll. It was amazing. So for about a couple hours, she was Alex Martin, mm -hmm. and that is her new nickname this season. Yeah. Is Alex Martin, um, 
and I'm so happy she's a thorn. Sign her up. Sign this Alex Martin kid up. Where'd she come from? <laughs> Where did she come from? You know? The girl I'm good at Martinville. We, we gotta give Jolo Lowell's credit for fighting this Alex Martin kid. She's already making waves. <laughs> Alex Martin, how many caps does she have? One. One. And she scored two goals, so she has an average two goals a game already. It's it's like when uh when Holiday got married. Yeah. And nobody knew what to do with the stats. Alex Martin is uh she's the new Kristen Press. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yes, she is. I can already hear Alex Martin stands uh, gunning for me. Wait, do you think Alex Martin has stands? Yeah, of course she does. Of course she does. <laughs> After that, she hasn't been around that long. Yeah, but all it takes is one good performance to have stands. You don't even have to have a good performance to have stands. <laughs> We're gonna get beat up so bad. <laughs> so, so, oh my god. So, would you say before Alex Martin got subbed on, the U.S. looked? the same or worse than they did in game one um i would say it was even a little bit worse it was just more tired i mean yeah that's fair they just traveled they'd already played full 90 i don't know dude it's it's one of those weird things where i was just like all the kids are out there mm -hmm. like oh the other spark plug they subbed on was freaking a rod i'm so happy a rod's doing better i can't say it oh. enough welcome back uh-huh um, so yeah, then Martin scores uh, goal num numero two, and just like stays on the ground, and everybody piles on her, and everybody's like, "Oh, it's like when um, Brooks his goal." And I was like, "I don't really think she was thinking of that. I think she was just already on the ground when she scored, uh -huh. and just didn't stand up." But I don't know her. I don't know Alex Martin. No, nobody knows Alex Martin. She's brand new. So the the other game. The other international that happened in CONCACAF soil was Canada-Germany. I... <laughs> so much heavy breathing. <laughs> You're such a nerd. Sink had a couple good looks on goal, but it was, it was a little sloppy from Canada. It didn't help that they had, like, several children running around out there. I mean, admittedly, one is Kadisha Buchanan, who now has enough experience to stop making childish mistakes. Kadisha Buchanan has got to calm down. She is like a walking red card waiting to happen. She's a time bomb. Yeah. She's a loose. She's a loose cannon. If she can control that aspect of her game, I think she's going to develop into a really nice defender. But until then, I'm just waiting for her to like injure someone really badly. She's just going to mm -hmm. go at them hard. Or she's going to, as she's done several times already by now, she's going to give up a foul in a really bad place for Canada, and that's going to lead to a chance on goal or an actual goal, and it's going to be like, that was that didn't have to happen if you just played a little smarter. I'm, I'm, I'm torn between, so there's like a balance here between, yes, Canada had a bunch of kids on the pitch, but on the other hand, I mean, John Herman's going to have to stop experimenting soon. We're already past the, the one-year mark to... Canada 2015 so less than a year left so yeah it's great that he's looking at these kids but either so but soon he's gonna have to be like either stick with those kids he picked or be like yeah experimentation time is over it's time to go with known quantities so we'll see you know who had a pretty good game who had a good game Sophie Schmidt Sophie Schmidt had a great game she had a weird goal. She had a good game. <laughs> it was an amazing goal. <laughs> that goal. Anker, Anker was so fooled by it. 
I know. That goal, like, Sid LaRue did the intentional version of that goal. Sophie Schmidt, <laughs> Sophie Schmidt did the, I, she gave a post-game interview where I, I'm not, I think she implied that she meant to strike it differently, but because it turned out that way, everything's fine. It's like if she, she said if she had struck it the way she meant to or something like that, it probably would have just, pow, gone right over the goal. But as it is... <laughs> 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 she's a goal scorer yeah that poor Anger weirdo Anger was looking at that ball like it was amazing it I, was a fun game um I, know, actually, I, I wish I wish Kanda would have shown a little bit better but they did fine yeah some of the kids made some mistakes it's gonna happen when you're 16 or 17 out there I mean what was I doing when I was 16 realizing i liked girls i don't know i was working at a movie theater oh yeah i was going to boarding school (laughs) um um why did why did england pull out of world cup oh so right there were originally five countries bidding for women's world cup right there was england south korea south africa new zealand and france yes right yeah and england just pulled out and the fa said two things one they Relations with FIFA are so poor, basically, they're like, we're not even going to try. And two, basically, we entered the bidding process just to kind of, like, look around and see what it was like and see what our commitments have to be like and stuff. So now we're pulling out. I wonder what the financial commitment is to enter the bidding process. Um, I feel like I read somewhere that it was, like, $10 million. No. What's the application fee? Oh, I don't know. Probably less than $10 million. <laughs> So. <laughs> oh man, you're gonna do so well in the real world. <laughs> Somewhere between zero and ten million dollars. That's, <laughs> that's I, think, I think we just found the name of her podcast. Somewhere between zero and ten. That's the bidding fee for the 2019 Women's World Cup. <laughs> oh, Kickstarter. <laughs> oh man, remember remember that one day on Twitter where we were like, let's do a Kickstarter to host the World Cup like in the local park. Yeah, I got a park near my house. It's it's kind of hilly, but like if we get enough funding, I'm sure we can apply to the city and have it, part of it smoothed out. Or we'll just do <laughs> we'll just do it on the basketball court, and it'll be like a futsal <laughs> competition. <laughs> well, we'll just go to Home Depot and buy some astroturf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw it down. We'll call it good. Yeah. The countries have already let us know they're totally okay with it. Yeah. So, I think that's kind of bullshit reasoning by the FA. Like, oh, FIFA wouldn't have given it to us anyway? Like... Yeah. Unless the expense of bidding was so so prohibitive and they really didn't think that they were going to get it. BBC had an article and the FA spokesperson said, Expression of interest were lodged to gain a wider understanding of the bidding process, benefits, and etc. So, and they were like, once we saw all that stuff, we're like, no, no. That's that's like applying to college with absolutely no intention of going, just because you really like their question on the essay. Yeah, I wonder if they pulled out right before they would have had to commit any kind of money. I would imagine an application deadline would require a financial I feel like I've commitment. seen the application de- I think the application deadline is October. Yeah, final signed bid documents due October 31st. Hmm. So USA still has a chance. What you're telling me <laughs> is there's a chance. FIFA officials tell United States to be ready to host 2019 Women's World Cup, <laughs> just in case. 
<laughs> yes, because Qatar is really <laughs> yeah. looking to host a women's world cup. I think that's bullshit. Although the FA also announced, I think today, that their women's super league is going to expand to have six divisions, like six tiers. So it's not the it's not the worst. And you know what? They're expanding. They're slowly but steadily expanding. Because right now, the FAWSL is two tiers, I believe. Right? Promotion and relegation. They just instituted that. And now they're expanding to six tiers. So, yeah. I think bringing in all these teams under the aegis of, like, the main league in the country is a step in the right direction. It's good development for them. But if all this development is going to happen and they're not going to bid in for 2019, then, like... They, they they could have done more. I, I think there's other things going on. I think they're they're whatever reasons they gave for dropping out of the bidding are bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. Okay, so out of the remaining four countries, France, New Zealand, South Africa, South Korea, who would you like to see get the World oh, Cup? Okay, so I read an article today about how crazy things are in Australia, like naturally. <laughs> um like with weather and animals and insects and um, reptiles and things, uh -huh. I don't really want to go anywhere near New Zealand or Australia anymore. Um, so I vote France. Okay. Have you heard of this thing called swooping season in Australia? No. I don't think it would necessarily impact the World Cup. Apparently swooping season is like end of summer, beginning of fall. And it's just this time when all... Like, like our calendar, end of summer, beginning of fall, or their calendar? Our calendar, calendar end of summer, beginning of fall. Okay, so it's like springtime. It's like August-ish, I guess, for them. Um, apparently, it's just this period of time where magpies in Australia will just, like, swoop down on people. Like, flocks of them will just swoop down on people, and it's actually really dangerous. It sounds hilarious, but it's not. As with many things in Australia... It sounds it sounds hilarious, but it's not. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, um, a small percentage... Like, like, in Australia, they have snakes that can eat crocodiles. Oh, I... My choice for who I'd want... I can make an argument for any of those countries, but if I were... Oh, yeah. who, do you, who do you want to have host the World Cup? I'm gonna tell you. Uh, I think out of... I would love to see it in South Korea, just because that's the motherland. But France, South Korea, and South Africa have all hosted a men's World Cup. New Zealand has not hosted anything. Um, so I think maybe I'd like to see it in New Zealand. And New Zealand has definitely been investing in their women's national team, at least. Uh, all those countries have been investing in women's soccer, though. Maybe South Africa less than the others, I'm not super sure. But they are making moves as we've seen with the hiring of their coach, Vera Powell. Actually, I really don't think any of them is a really bad choice, but I think I would prefer New Zealand just based on the fact that the others have hosted at least a men's World Cup. Um, in terms of, if my criteria was going to be like, in which country will hosting Women's World Cup do the most good for women's soccer? I think I would say France. Because France has the, the growing club scene, right? Not like Euro club scene, whoa, 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 whoa. but like, you know, club scene. So I think hosting a World Cup there would do the most good. In terms of being fair, considering the 2011 Women's World Cup was in Germany, yeah, maybe it shouldn't be in France. So that's who I think should <clears throat> maybe host the 2019 Women's World Cup. Who's would... your player of the week? Who Who's my player of the week? You know who I'm going to say the player of the week is. 
for for me, Alex my, Morgan. For me, in my heart, it's Alyssa Nair. But I will agree. In terms of like just getting a result, probably it would have to be either Alex Morgan or Christine Sinclair. I agree that Nair Nerd had a excellent match, but despite um, not quite getting the the points. Mm-hmm. But um, oh my god, how awesome does it feel to have the Thorns like playing well? I mean, for you, it must feel great. For Washington, it must feel pretty shitty. <sighs> Thanks for taking the wind out of my sails. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, I will go with Alex Morgan. Actually, wait, no, let's take that back. Let's assume that the media picks Alex Morgan. I, I will, by default, say Vero or Sinclair. I, I will pick Sinclair based not only on her goal, which was a nice one, right? It just looped right into the upper 90, but also on the basis of her defensive work, for which she doesn't get recognized nearly enough. I mean, even just listen to the commentary. They were just like, and defensive clearance by Christine Sinclair. Defensive clearance by Christine Sinclair. Don't let this ball go near Sinclair. Oh, okay, she cleared it out again. <laughs> I didn't listen to the commentary, but I have been there and heard that all before. So I am voting Christine Sinclair. Yeah! Oh, Canada, Portland! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're ridiculous. I know. can't take you anywhere. I know. Uh, um, I, I metaphorically knock over displays everywhere, just flailing around talking about Christine Sinclair. I'm sure you do. Yeah. I'm sure you do. So that's our Two Drunk Fans Player of the Week. Um, Gab, is there anything else you'd like to say to the people listening out there? Look forward to next week's episode, where we will be live, in person, together, in Boston. In Boston. Yay! You're going to be here. Uh, you're going to be You're going to be here. Okay. I'm going to be in Boston for approximately four and a half hours before my flight. Yeah. My, uh, to my... come back to Portland. And we're going to attempt to be nerds and hang out in a bar and talk women's soccer. And try and get you loaded before we load you onto the and plane. Try, and try to get me loaded before JetBlue takes me home. <laughs> All right. It's nice to have you back, Alex Martin. And Sink, I hope you keep scoring. And Alyssa Nair, you are as a god to me. And go USA. Washington. Go USA in this World Cup. And gosh. There's a lot of footy going on right now. There is a lot of footy going on right now. I hope you enjoy all of it. May may you always find a stream for whatever game you want to watch. And if you can't, ask Thrace at thrace underscore dot tumblr nope no 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 talk to gab at gabpdx on twitter and if you want to talk about this podcast please leave a comment on the podcast it helps us that you actually listen yeah um tell us what you'd like to hear things you thought didn't work um if you think gab is a demon from hell just in general <laughs> If you think Thrace is the nicest person ever, feel free to leave that on the the podcast as well. Zero comments. 